0: Crawl. A long time ago, three friends talked about recording a show. A podcast in which they could feel truly free to discuss tons of nerdy stuff passionately. Like dragons, time travel, robots, and clones, mutants, time travel, board games, and thrones, aliens, wizards, time travel, zombies. Zombies at time travel? You betcha, Dobby. Comic Con, Steampunk, Parallel Worlds, Mega Man, Hearthstone, but no sports or girls. So, Red Pill or Blue Pill, now that you know, we'd like to welcome you to the Castbringer Show! Introducing your hosts, Chris Gorillagrod, singer, Pat the Joker, singer, and Randy Thanos Saffer. Cat Springers!
1: Hello and welcome to Cat Springers. Randy, Chris, hey guys. What's up, Pat? It's been so long. Hey
2: everyone. It's
1: It's been been two weeks. weeks been a little while i uh i I had a little little stressful uh things going on just we're going on vacation had to take take some time off to get ready and go and uh but i'm back
2: you know i heard is a great way to de-stress
1: what's that talk about uh stuff
2: talk about awesome nerdy stuff with your buds (laughs) like (laughs) time travel robots and clones and dragons and travel thrones
1: exactly and that's what we're gonna do passionately. But so, I, what I really <laughs> want to find out first is what you all been nerding on. So, Randy, what have you been nerding on this, this past two weeks?
2: Pat,
0: I told you off pot. I am so excited to talk about this guys so much. I finished Invincible. I finished Jupiter's Legacy. Me and Laurel watched all three Indiana Jones movies. Yes, I said three. You know which ones. I'm I'm not counting.
2: You you totally watched Crystal Skull three times. I. <laughs>
0: You, you did not watch temple of doom because it didn't have nazis guys we did not watch crystal skull even though pat and i, I think we agree i actually liked the movie when it came out um, i did not agree because i've never seen it oh chris i think chris and i agreed I i've actually, never seen it either okay well i i loved the movie when it came out i actually maybe just because it was indiana jones wait you guys have never seen the movie we got to watch it um, yeah, we'll put it right up there with we Memento. We do Memento
2: first. Then we'll do Christmas.
0: <laughs> uh, love Death and Robots. Been watching solos on Amazon. The Eternals trailer. I read the Invincible comic, some of it. Read some of Jupiter's Legs comic. Went back to playing Tiny Room. Just played this new game, Broken Sword. Played some Control. Adding a bunch of stuff to Netflix to watch later that are nerd things. Guys, I've just been drowning in nerd stuff lately.
1: Love it. It sounds like you are just yeah, living, living your best life, right? Yeah. It's great. Chris, what about you, man? What have you been nerding on?
2: Well, let's see. I finished Invincible and I started Jupiter's Legacy. I finished Knife of Dreams, book 11 of Wheel of Time. I started Gathering Storm, book 12 Wheel of Time, and I'm actually almost done with it. I'll probably finish it by the end of the weekend. Um, Download a new game. <laughs> Remember that, say the title correctly Final Fantasy War of the Visions Brave Exodus, which is kind of like, do you ever play Final Fantasy Tactics? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It's that, but like a gotcha game version of Final Fantasy Tactics. But so, hear me out, Pat, you're shaking your head (laughs) like, no, no. And I was like, no, no, also. But I read some cool stuff about it. I love Final Fantasy, so I thought I'd give it a try. It's a, a, a definitely an established game, like two, three years old or so. So, and I usually would never join a game like this once it's this established because there's so much to catch up on, and I just feel so far behind. But when I like you pick your guy or whatever, and you you first log in, and they just throw every like thing at you that you could want right now so it's a pretty complex game as far as role playing goes with like 15 different currencies I don't have any idea of what half of them are used for you have to upgrade every piece of equipment you have like super nerdy type of stuff that I'm kind of into but I already have like seven of the most powerful level type of guys you can get from the gotcha because they just give them to you like tickets to for the random draw So so far it's fun I really just let it autoplay and read the story because the story's pretty good so far.
1: So you're having so. fun because you high-rolled on all your characters and got really good ones?
2: I guess, but I didn't high-roll anything. It just maybe I got lucky. but I don't think I got lucky. They just give you the best stuff. <laughs> it's, so, like the, it's like they want, because they want to bring new people in. You know? Which is
1: which is why I hate those games because you it sounds like you're just doing this and you have no idea what's
2: going on. I don't, I have yeah. zero idea what's going on. Okay. Got to upgrade a sword. Sure. They gave me 2 billion gold. <laughs> that, okay. is, that is insane. Right? Yes.
0: So Chris, you're saying a game whose title is itself a trilogy is complicated.
2: Yes. Okay. Just yes. check. It. The title of the game is very complicated.
1: That's the game the only is complicated, easy. part the game
2: mm-hmm. is easy. Everything about the game is complicated, but <laughs> okay. so the art is cool. Also, I uh, don't know if you guys heard, I passed my bar exam. I'm now a defense attorney.
1: Woohoo!
2: Yeah, with, nice, uh, right ace- associates and co. Ah,
1: a defensive <laughs> ace attorney,
2: an, an, an ace defense <laughs> attorney. That's right. So, I so far I've gotten my buddy out of a murder charge, he didn't do it. See, the good thing about my defense attorney skills is all of the people totally didn't do the crime, and I'm able to convict the actual criminal while they are on the stand <laughs> in my cross-examinations. Something it. that you really don't see a lot of in courts, but I'm able to pull it off because I'm an ace attorney. Guys, I've been playing Phoenix Wright, ace attorney.
0: Oh, I thought you were playing Famicom detectives no
1: coming up soon soon next, next episode next episode okay next episode
2: not next sure. episode
1: all right sweet chris that sounds awesome
2: yeah all right moving on moving on did anyone watch memento
1: wait a second <laughs> I, didn't tell you, I didn't tell you what i've been nerding on Did pat do anything oh. nerdy this week? oh
2: night? pat what oh. have you been nerding on
1: well i finished love death and robots it was very good I still, I would still say I think I liked the first volume a little bit more just because it was so new and different and, and fun. But this was in keeping with the tradition, is was very good. Uh, I have like half of the last episode of Castlevania season four, which was also very good. Although I will say it was not, um, I feel like Castlevania is not a series I'm super familiar with. So it was more just like watching a, any other anime for me. Um, but still very well done and very good. And so that and then on top of that, if you're a Castlevania fan, I'm sure you will love it. Um also finished Invincible. Uh also very good. Uh can't wait, can't wait for more of it. Give me more. Um started Jupiter's legacy. I've watched like I think two or three episodes. It's it's got me hooked. I'm in. Definitely gonna watch that. I uh been playing some Hearthstone. Uh playing more No, I have I'm not really trying as much to Hit Legend, I've been playing much more Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds is where I'm I'm uh, having the most fun, so I've been playing that. Um, still, though, you know, trying to get my daily quest done, so I'll do. You know what I'll else is fun?
2: Standard. Final Fantasy Brave Exvius oh, War, <laughs> Rat, War of the Wrath Vision. That doesn't
1: sound fun. That sounds just insane. I At least yeah, know I what's have going seven on Seven
2: ultra rare characters. Ask me how many characters there are. What do you mean? Like total? I don't even know because there's so many. Do but you I, even know <laughs>
1: if all? Do you even know if ultra rare is the best? I'm assuming they're good
2: <laughs> because they're ultra
1: rare. I don't think, I don't know if that's true though. I bet it's not. Um, and then I finally finished dark age. Oh, it was long, but it was really good. It was, I'm ha- but I'm happy to be done. So I can listen to other stuff when I'm driving around in my car.
2: <laughs> Randy, how far are you in the red rising?
0: I'm still on Iron Gold. Is that which one is that?
2: I don't know. I read them out of order. (laughs) Iron Gold
1: is the second is the new the new trilogy. I
0: Okay. Book five. Or book Book four, four. I mean book four. I think that's the one I'm on. Okay. He's he's in he's in Mars. They're inside (laughs) Mars and he's like digging up rocks.
2: They're in space. Yeah. (laughs) Fighting, I think that's the first book. Freedom in Space.
0: Are you in Red Rising? Red Rising Iron Gold Morning Star is the title of the book. So, (laughs) you just named four books. No, no, no. I only, Chris, I'm like you. I only do things that have three different names to the actual (laughs) name of the thing. So, yeah, I think he's got, um, He's uh, what do you call him? He's he's a guy who digs for rocks, right? A miner. Yeah, but he's got a different name for it. I forgot. But yeah, geol miner. Hell diver. Hell diver. He's a hell diver. Yeah, so I can't wait to see what happens next. That
1: still sounds very much like the very beginning of the story. Guys,
0: I had to to start over because I read it when Nick, our super fan, Nick recommended it like four years ago, (laughs) executive producer, Nick recommended it like four years ago. So I started, I think the third book and I'm like, I don't remember anything that happened. So I'm back on book one and I got to go through it all over again. Hey, enjoy those, those books were super fun. Yeah, no, it is. It is fun. And I like, uh, I'm listening to it because I know Chris recommends listening instead of reading it. So.
2: No, you read with your ears. You read with your
0: ears, yeah. And it's going well. It's uh it makes work uh, ride to work fun. So love it.
1: And then my last thing for nerd and out, um, I came very close to buying Biomutant, the new uh, PlayStation Four game that mm. came out on Tuesday. But don't
2: you have a get... PlayStation 5? I do. But it's only on Playstation <laughs> Four. <laughs> he likes yeah, to bro. buy
0: he likes to buy games. That... <laughs> he
2: likes to buy...
1: Yep, I like to buy old older games and play on my new system.
0: I heard I you know. just I heard you just bought Siphon Filter for PlayStation One. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, it's backwards compatible, man, and it's so cheap. Uh, no, they, it only came out on PS4 because we're still in the weird transitional phase where like not a lot of PS5 games are. It's out when
2: here. all us folks who didn't get the PS5 are making out, man,
0: mm-hmm. making what? out with each other. <laughs> no, that's not
2: what. I didn't mean it like that. It's,
1: it's weird. <laughs> uh, but anyway, BioMutant didn't get great reviews, and uh, he just didn't couldn't couldn't pull the trigger on it. I, so I probably
0: will next week. I saw. I was looking at that game too. Like the the visuals look pretty. The graphics look kind of cool. Like what it looks yeah. like, but it didn't get good reviews. So you're right.
1: Yeah, of the couple of different reviews I read, the consensus was like. The game looks fantastic and it's it's very unique and very cool but just like game mechanically it's just not it's very it gets repetitive and it's kind of boring
2: like Here, here's yeah. a question for the two of you and i'll answer after you guys go did anyone ever beat cyberpunk 2077
0: nope. if if by beat you mean i played it for about 20 minutes and took it back to target yes <laughs> Oh really? You took it back? It was so glitchy. It wasn't I felt like I couldn't get the aiming down. Like I just yeah. every time I hit the right button, it would swerve right and swerve. I don't left. know. Based on your your uh, call of duty stories, it's something like <laughs> that might be pretty
2: user <laughs> error, of course.
0: Oh. Nick, super fan Nick, uh why don't you send us an email and let us know how good I am at Call of Duty, if you could. <laughs> I don't know who's telling Pat these stories, but it's nick he's emailing me
2: nick actually records your call of duty games and sends us the film
0: (laughs) he's editing them all i'm telling you (laughs) wait chris did you ever beat it
2: oh no i played maybe two hours into it and then got bored (laughs) I had to yeah. find a mission and I couldn't find the mission. And then I found it and the guy killed me. He was like, well, I don't want to go back and find it again. I'm done.
0: I thought I thought we started as Johnny Silverhand. I don't know. Did you even make it to Johnny Silverhand? Yes, Chris? Okay. I
2: got to the. F- I got past the second cutscene as him. Okay. I think.
0: Yeah,
1: I got I got like kind of far in it, but it was the same thing with Chris. Like there was one thing where I just like didn't save it enough and so then i got i like did a bunch of stuff and then died and i had to go all the way back to like a save that was like way far back i was like i want to do all
0: this again i was like i'll do it tomorrow and then i just haven't picked it up <laughs> so um can we talk about the eternal trailer real quick did you guys see it yet i haven't mm-hmm. yet. oh okay what'd you think chris
2: I, I like it i got i wasn't too excited about uh eternals in general but the trailer said to me that oh i think i'm gonna be okay with this
0: i i think that's gonna happen to me a lot more because they're doing all these characters that i don't know much about Mm -hmm. so um like what's the one with the 10 rings that one's coming out right at some point
2: yeah Oh, uh, thanks, Shang-Chi. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I don't know anything about him, but then the more I read, I'm like, this is probably going to be a really great movie. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be for me, Guardians of the Galaxy, because I know you guys knew him, but I didn't know them at all. And now they're like my favorite, you know, favorite movies. So I'm hoping that Eternals, it, it's cool because it said that they shot on location for a ton of the film instead of mm-hmm. using CGI. Mm-hmm. And it, it shows in the trailer. Like, it just looks amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, if any movie franchise thing has uh has earned trust it's them right like yeah. like I think it, we're we're past the you know when Guardians of the Galaxy came out or even like Ant Man or something like you're kind of some of those you're just like eh, is this gonna work? Is it not? I mean and it did. So I mean at this point it's you know you you put your money on it being really good versus it like not working. Yeah.
2: I think it's also important to keep in mind this was just the teaser trailer so it's not even it's just supposed to give you a couple glimpses and get you know what the whistle
0: it, it got appetizer
2: me, before the first course
0: it got me very excited for the first
2: mm-hmm. course
1: and the movie comes out this summer is that it no i
2: think, no, I think november november, november? Yeah. christmas maybe yeah cool that's exciting yeah because black widow comes out it's summer
1: but there's another one. One another movie comes out in between Black Widow and Eternals.
2: Um, Shang-Chi.
0: No. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No. Um,
2: Avengers Endgame.
0: Nope. Um,
2: Iron Man good. Four. Ah, uh, no. Uh, Winter Soldier and Loki. <laughs> you know
0: if this isn't helping me. You're doing great, Randy. Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Are you sure?
2: Black Widow comes I mean, out Black, before Black, Black Widow, Widow comes out. in between Black Widow and Eternals. Black, Black Widow comes
1: out soon, but I thought there was another movie that comes out in between Black Widow and Eternals.
2: Spider-Man and Shang-Chi. I think, Chi. It, I think is it, it is Spider-Man?
1: Spider-Man. Okay. I think it is Spider-Man. Hey, if anyone knows, tweet at us. <laughs> like our no, at Seabringers, not at Castbringers. Alright, let's move on
2: to... You know yeah. I don't even feel like doing the segment anymore.
1: <laughs> Why did we watch Memento, guys?
2: Define the term "we."
1: Chris and Randy.
2: Oh, yeah, we did. Then good, cool, great. <laughs> I just deleted
0: my name right off that in the Google Doc. I'm not even going to comment on it anymore, well, so. guys. I watched it. So. No, you didn't. Oh, you
2: didn't. I did you really?
0: Yeah. When did you watch
1: it? Over the weekend.
2: So, you did your vacation,
1: yeah. And I got back
0: and I watched Memento. Did you really? Yes, what
2: I don't believe. Wow, you. so what he happens just, in it then?
1: He has amnesia, he tattoos things all over his body, and then like he uh he finds out that the guy who was like helping him was actually the murderer or something.
2: So, is then this could, like, Is I this our Memento episode? Watched it. I don't know. <laughs> if you did or not i can't tell
0: he wrote lol in the google doc i don't know if that's him laughing at us for believing him a little bit or him laughing at the movie because it was a comedy pat was it, it was a comedy? Not, it, was, it was not a comedy oh, i think he did watch it <laughs> okay
2: what so was is the... that
1: We can stop doing that segment
2: well, well now we have to do the <laughs> memento show
0: Oh, yeah, I guess we gotta do that next. Uh, now I gotta watch Memento again because it's been so long.
2: <laughs> Guys, i watched it the week after we
0: started the segment. Right. We, I Chris, we oh. don't watch it till Pat watches it. That's the new segment.
2: Yes.
1: If we're gonna do the Memento show next, I guess I actually have to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's switch <laughs> <move> on <laughs> to <laughs> the multi strike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. right, so Randy, what uh what articles you bring us this week? All right, nintendolife.com. Random local council installs plant pots that look like Mario warp pipes and residents aren't happy. You don't have to read the article, you just got to look at the pictures. And the pictures are of these giant, not tiny, but giant potted plants like as big as a kitchen pots. table. No big oh yes agreed big as the kitchen table and they are all lined up along the side of the road and i thought it was hilarious because i was thinking all right there's probably like two plants that are about knee height, and somebody's mad no these things are huge uh so i don't know we're going to tweet out the article look at the pictures have a good laugh and uh that's about it
1: uh the best part though about these for our for our listeners out there who haven't like looked at the article yet uh like it's so unintentional but also so (laughs) spot on like just the way they're designed you can tell they did not mean to make them look like mario pipes but made them look exactly like mario pipes it is so good and so unintentionally funny
2: but if you look at the the public square where they show a bunch of the potted plants there's like lots of different strange colored patterns and stuff on the ground so they don't they're not like super outlandish for the area they're in
1: yeah it's like randy and i were talking before before we started recording like the it's also just baffling that people are this mad about them <laughs> like it's, it's it's like it's a town like potted plant like really we this is what we're doing with our time we care this much about this thing
0: i feel like this. I, I and i would love it if i lived there and they it's funny cuz like a couple of them are so wide and short that they look exactly like the pipes in super mario Bros. i don't even know how to explain it it just i i know pat you say sure. it was so unintentional i almost think somebody really like slid this one through and like if one of us was on the. Same they're, account, so they're like, laughing oh, we
2: should use these potted plants <laughs> trust so <me>. don't everyone <laughs> just vote for me i mean trust me
0: <laughs> it's somewhere in the united kingdom that that much i know so if you guys want to go on a trip
1: yeah actually hang on i can tell you where it was it was in walsall
0: united kingdom I think they're mad because they spent taxpayers' money on the new plants, um, right? But oh, they were one point spend... five million pounds on the,
1: on the plants. But they would have spent that on potted plants anyway. Might as That's well have it
0: like a Mario pipe. <laughs> That's how. Hey, I agree. All
1: right. Well, Randy, thanks for that awesome article. It is. It is actually very funny. Mm. Um, yeah,
2: true story. We are looking for new potted plants for our front
0: yard area patio
1: do you I, have 1.5 I know million what i'm pounds?
0: doing <laughs> 1.5 million pounds
2: mm-hmm. perfect so, wait, did you say do i have or do i weigh
0: what's up oh, <laughs> no judgment
1: zone yeah no judgment zone chris all right i will take the next article um so my article for this week is that PlayStation is developing AI agents. Uh, so they're calling them like game game agents. Um, basically what they what it sounds like the article is pretty short, but they're um using just like artificial intelligence to to basically improve like the bots, I guess, basically. Um and help you out with either uh co-op play or um opponents that you're playing against to make them more to make them more human like. Um, which part of me is like that'd be cool because I typically don't have a lot of people to play video games with so playing with something that's a little more human like cooperatively would be fun and then at the same time like oh great so it's just another thing to get infuriated at even more with the computer so mixed feelings about it what do you guys think about uh, improved kind of AI in in these games um, specifically for Sony and what they're doing Randy what do you think?
0: The the main games that I've dealt with are the Call of Duty games that have your co-op ai that really like works with you um and they always confuse the heck out of me like i never know where to go who to follow so if they're smarter and they're like hey randy follow us like follow me this way i think i'd enjoy it i think i'd be down for that make the game a little easier
1: chris what do you think any thoughts on it
2: i think I'm kind of along your initial thought pad. Oh, oh great now when a computer is going to be beating me even more <laughs> Bad enough at a lot of these games.
1: Hey man, the future
2: thumbs.
0: Hey, I Fancy. thought these are these are not cooperative AI. I thought that's what you said. It,
1: it's both. They're oh, gonna okay. they're gonna try to use them for both co-op. Well,
2: then on the other side of that is great. I'm just gonna ride the coattails of this new AI all the way to beating <laughs> the game.
1: <There> <laughs> but then too, when they're using like bots, I'm like, oh no! So that just means then like hackers are gonna get like better bots too, and I don't know, screw games up. Like Hearthstone, I don't know.
0: It's fine. Yeah, I just, I guess, I thought they were doing this anyways. When I really think about it, like they were constantly trying to make AI better at what it does. So,
2: so is the news of this that designers are making computer games be better played by computers?
1: No, <laughs> um, so, they're they're describing this system as. uh able to simulate human gameplay based on play style learned from a human user
2: but who's then who's gonna be playing that game humans so why don't they just have a human play it
1: because the human the human who's playing the game may not have other humans to play with they're preparing for Armageddon for when there's only one, the Omega man left
2: got it okay and, uh, he needs what to... if he what if he loses his glasses
1: oh boy well then can't play. We're all doomed.
2: Will <laughs> <laughs> the new computers make better glasses for him to play?
1: No, because they would start simulating how he would play without his glasses on, which I'm assuming would be very bad. Oh, man. very bad. <laughs> but only time will tell. We'll see. All right, Chris. You got a doozy yes. of an article for us this week.
2: You are in for a treat. The Atlantic published an article on one of the most fascinating organs in the human body about the evolution and where it came from of course we're talking about the butt this article was not only very educational but also hilarious multiple times i laughed out loud my wife asked me at one point what are you reading you keep giggling and I was like, "Oh, I'm just reading a scientific article." She's like, "Well, what's so funny about?" It? I'm like, "Oh, it's about the butt,
1: specifically not even just the butt, the butthole, the, but is, but the yeah. anus." They
2: do they make a very uh, distinct difference. They discuss that that butt has become colloquial for all pieces of the posterior, but the anus specifically is an evolutionary marvel.
1: Um, I I. Chris I totally agree the article was so well written and so good and I even just wrote down um, a quote from it because it just made me laugh it was talking about um, talk when in the, earlier in the article when it's talking about a sea cucumber it said uh, that the sea cucumber was quote able to um, morph its out hole into a Swiss army knife of versatility <laughs> so just thinking about butthole that that had was able to morph fit into a specific type of, <laughs> of versatility. Just I don't know why, but it, it struck me good. It was made me laugh for a good here,
2: Here's another quote neither the mouth nor the anus technically arose first. They emerged as perfect developmental twins.
1: Mm. It's like a it's like a that. cat dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I um and there's should... so many like little puns that sneak in here that are hilarious.
0: I was, I was going to say like how many different ways you can say, but like used pretty much every single synonym for butt in this article, which was impressive.
1: And it was, it was impressive how, yeah, Chris, what you were saying, like how educational the article was. Like I did learn a lot of it too, but it also just was silly.
2: My favorite quote was in the last paragraph. It goes, uh, our digestive end has been a wonder. It cracked open our ancestors' evolutionary path. (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, man. Butts.
0: Good stuff. Did you guys notice that? So the very first picture, like uh, over the heading of the article is just a cat with its tail up and it's butt facing us and you can kind of see its butthole. But then it has the name of the cat underneath it, Arnie (laughs) Spenson. (laughs) Stray number 55. <laughs> Did they take pictures of 54 other cat butts and this was the one that was
2: chosen? Is, you know, 37 was close, but didn't quite like it. Let's go with 55. Yeah, this this is the best, the prime cat butt. Arnie Svenson.
1: <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah. All right. Arnie Svensson might be the photographer, though.
1: What do you, nah, that's the name of the cat.
2: That's the name yeah. of the cat. We'll go with that.
0: What do you think Arnie Svenson's favorite planet is? Probably Jupiter. <laughs> no, can't be
1: Jupiter. It's probably it's
2: hanging fruit. We're better than that.
1: Uranus. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're, no, we're not. not. No, we're Uranus, not. guys. <laughs> it's so good.
2: How are
0: you gonna <laughs> so how are you gonna follow this article, Pat? Well, let's dive into it. Into the killing blow.
1: Oh. Uh, uh. so this week's killing blow article comes from our executive producer nick that's right no upgraded from superfan <laughs> um also just as a side note any listeners out there want to try to submit a killing blow article please feel free to email us at castbringers at gmail.com so nick's article that he sent us it is talking about a revival of the garbage Pale kids they are making an animated series on HBO Max, "Garbage Pail Kids," coming soon. It is it's got some good backers behind it, um, Danny McBride, and um, Josh Bisel, who worked on "Solar Opposites" on Hulu. Um, in addition, it's uh, the the company that made BoJack Horseman is also going to work on it with along with Tops, the card company, uh, who I think did the original "Garbage Pail Kids." run so um, Garbage Pail Kids coming up to be an animated series did you guys ever collect Garbage Pail Kids cards or have like what are your thoughts on the new animated series what do you think Chris
2: I hope first yes I had Garbage Pail Kids um, cards and I hope they go with the mature cartoon version um, like Bojack Horseman you gotta yeah. really dig deep in Garbage Pail Kids and, and bring it to its full potential and I think if you went for a even like a teenage version or like a specifically for kids you're not you're not gonna hit it right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I totally agree in the in this article they don't really say anything of like what um you know what they're leaning towards as far as if it's more like adult animation or just like a kind of standard animated show I'm not sure doesn't say but
0: Wait, did you guys read the same article as me because the very first sentence says danny mcbride tops and Tornade are bringing the 80s trading card franchise garbage pail kids to hbo max as a family friendly animated series
1: oh i didn't see that one um what what company was it
0: Randy? uh what company
1: was the article the article yeah. cbr oh no yeah
2: it, it's not the article it's the the byline
1: Oh yeah, yep. Nope. It is the one I had was from CBR.
2: So okay, family friendly. I'm out. Yeah. Also, but- Nick, we just
0: skim your articles, some of us.
2: Oh, I read the full <laughs> article. I just didn't read the byline.
0: I didn't read the byline either. Um, I so last time I talked about these things, uh, on the way home from Comic Con two years ago, we were talking about Funko Pops. And I was like, you know, wouldn't it be a cool idea if you did like a cabbage patch esque. Garbage Pail Kids version of Funko Pops, call them like Flunko Pops, where you do like all the rejected Funko Pop ideas and kind of make it like a Garbage Pail Kids thing. So on the way home, we just were riffing on that and like wrote down a bunch of ideas. And my buddy has like a 3D printer and he's like, yeah, we could design it. We we didn't do any of it. It's too much work. (laughs) But it was fun to come up with the ideas so then i just started researching researching garbage pail kids again and i was like this was such a good idea such a good idea back in the day there's so much fun to get those cards it does
1: it does seem a little bit too much of like nostalgia bait
0: though like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i don't know like do people really want this i know a lot of like again
2: garbage pail kids movie it was pretty terrible
1: yeah, or even in, like, the reason Garbage Pail Kids at the time was so popular was because Cabbage Patch Kids were popular. And That's so exactly riffing. why. Yeah. Right. It was riffing off of that, and it was just, like, kind of this fun satire thing that kids got. I mean, making a show about it now, like, it's just kind of out of context, right? Like, I don't know who, what, especially, like, with it being family-friendly, I don't know what kids are really going to watch it or, like, appreciate it other than for its just kind of, like, gross out factor or, like, potty humor type stuff, which is fine, but you also didn't necessarily need to use garbage Pail kids for it. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Seems a little spooky. Mm. Not sure. But who am I kidding? I'm also going to watch at least a couple episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. So all right. Any final thoughts on the garbage Pail kids, boys? Sounds good. Cool. Let's dive into this week's meat and potatoes. We love- all right so this week we the cast bringers are talking about
0: villains <laughs> oh
1: uh all things villains first of all we had to, who had the best supervillain laugh
2: me
1: i think it was randy
2: <laughs> you fell for my trap <laughs> was... yeah, we well, get yeah, we're talking about super villains because Modoc just came out on hulu
1: yes that was the reason why we wanted to talk about it. which also by the way so have you guys i did watch i watched the first episode of Modoc. have you guys been watching it chris i think you got I watched the
2: remember. first episode and i liked it a lot i also I mean, watched had a it. To watch anymore i liked it
0: also
1: did you, Randy, did you watch just the first episode? Or yeah, anymore? just the first one, but I liked it. Guys, I'll be honest, I watched the first episode. I didn't love it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good in my opinion.
2: I, I You're entitled cre- to that opinion. You are. <laughs> judgment
0: Zone. This
2: is anger. Would I, think- I be a supervillain if I break the no Judgment Zone rule?
0: Yeah, this is the time to break it.
2: You stink, Pat. What
0: I mean, I didn't shower today, so
2: <laughs> I can smell you through the Zoom meeting.
0: It, it's it been getting really good reviews, so maybe give it a
1: yeah. And I and I like Pat and Oswalt, and so I, I think like I, I'm confident that I will end up liking the show. Um, you know, might just
2: be a show where you need it, needs. Three to four episodes to really get its find its feet, yeah. And then it's gonna, the writers will have figured out the characters, you know, the the voice actors will have found their their inner voice, and it'll be it'll be really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: agreed. But anyway, did, well, real quick, did you guys see the picture of Patton Oswalt in his full on Modok suit doing motion mm-hmm. capture? Yeah. Yes, it's yes. so. If- it's in great. a way it's weird like just
1: i do, did not think that he would need to, to like <laughs> a whole costume like that because it's all um it, it's not is it like claymation because it's not like computer animated right it's, it looks like it's like claymation or like uh it,
2: maybe like it's like digital claymation so they do the claymation but then digitize the photos to turn it to film and edit a lot of stuff like I don't know, it's like robot chicken is was just like photography at first right but now yeah. i don't know
0: yeah i think it's digital i'm pretty sure but like you said like i don't know it's hard for me to especially watching the love death and robots it's hard for me to tell their I, how they did it too i don't know what's real anymore and what's. <laughs> yeah that's what, about because it because we're
2: in a simulation
1: but the, I will say that, that the, the, like, the style in which they did the show, I thought was really cool. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so in in light of MODOK kind of coming out and, uh, you know, he's got the new show, we wanted to talk just general supervillains. So I think to start it off, guys, let's, let's um, dive right into things. What are your favorite supervillains or maybe supervillains that you think are just kind of lame? Randy, let start with you.
0: Blade villains are my favorite. Um, Deacon huge, Frost. Huge Triple H fan. Love. No, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I count that movie like I count Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, even less than that. There were oh, only two Blades. Guys, there were only two Blade movies, Blade 1 and Blade 2. That was it. That's all we're going to talk about here. Um, but Deacon Frost, amazing villain. I loved him. He was, he had a, an awesome name, Steven Dorff, great actor, probably not the most powerful villain ever. Also not the smartest, probably not stronger than most villains in any way, but I just loved his character. And even better than him though, was Nomak from Blade 2. I loved him so much that I went to, I think it was Kaufman's at the time and found a villain jacket that's what it said on the tag that looked just like the jacket he wore with the like yellow kind of car hardish type outside and a hoodie sewn into it uh super fan rob remembers this very clearly i lost the jacket at some point very sad but i loved nomak he's probably one of my favorite villains of all time just looked him up didn't realize his first name was jared um so i guess that takes away a little bit from him but overall my favorite villains nice
2: Chris. Um two two types of villains that I like. I love the wacky, nonsensical villains like Stiltman and like Batrock the Leaper. Like what? okay. The turtle from the Flash. His villain thing is he just moves super slow, like slower where you can't <laughs> even see him moving. And so I love love those wacky villains and I also love uh like the super over the top like bad to the bone villain Dr Doom um and I I hate I don't shouldn't say hate I don't like it when they make those villains turn into something goodish like they let their good side come through no they're a villain make them be villain make them own it and just let them wreck havoc and make bad choices.
0: Did you like the movie versions of Doctor Doom?
2: No, not at all. Okay, I didn't either. Why, so why not?
1: <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't villainous enough because they're very bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mostly because the actors were not good in <laughs> the movies. Maybe, maybe like the
1: guy from Nip Tuck as Doctor Doom. <laughs>
0: Who is Doctor Doom in the in the newer the reboot?
1: Oh uh I've I've blocked that movie out of my mind. <laughs> I don't good. even think I finished that one. I think the only the only things I remember is just Michael B. Jordan in it. Because he's Michael B. Jordan.
2: Like Thanos has always been one of my favorite villains even before the Avengers movies took off. You know, I think he's just super bad.
0: So and evil. Apple. I'm going to disagree with you, Chris. I actually kind of agreed with Thanos and that's why he's actually one of my favorite villains. He kind of, and I know you're going to think I'm saying this. I, I remember at the end of the movie, I was like, is he bad? I don't know. He's trying to help out the universe. Like, and you know, thing, I don't know. I guess I was kind of on his side a little bit
1: but i do think so randy i think you're you're getting into a discussion which i think we're going to get to in a minute so let's let's put a, a brief pause on that but i i have some thoughts on what you're saying because i do kind of agree um but to dive into some of my favorite villains, i would agree with chris like thanos those villains that are just like straight kind of like hardcore cosmically bad um th- those i always got a kick out of and then the villains that are just like a very good antithesis of their like arch of their archenemy hero like so for example obviously the joker is one that comes to mind like they're just so well done in such a long history there uh it's always uh just always great stories when those people are involved um
2: also i gotta say i am a fan of like like the corporate white collar supervillain like a lex luther type villain but not like Lex Luthor like he always ends up getting like his battle suit or he gets like random superpower for a couple issues or you know makes this you know gets some alien technology or whatever that like turns him into a a next level supervillain I like him to stay straight at like the white collar corporate political level supervillain where you know he's just a regular guy or she is just a regular girl working their day job, but being villainous while they're doing it and eventually taking over the, the banking structure of a small nation and becoming a ruler of it.
1: Or, uh, or Chris, like, would you say then like, like Baron Zemo, but MCU Baron Zemo. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Who like, right. Like in civil wars and even talks about it, right. Like I'm just a guy who like, just like was able to bring, the entire avengers down because because i just knew like what to do
2: mm-hmm. like genius. It's some connections genius, to had some family money that he fell back on but he's just a regular dude who's doing bad things
1: mm-hmm. but let's uh let's jump into kind of what randy was starting to get at with like agreeing with thanos and and i think that because and so the reason i wanted to put it off is because we wanted to talk about kind of the there it kind of goes along with what chris was saying with like the uh the sympathetic villain right or the villain who kind of like turns good a little bit and i think that there's like a fine line that you walk that makes like a really good villain to kind of like this weird sympathetic villain which some people like some people may not but of uh of where you're getting the reader or watcher or whoever's doing it to kind of exactly what randy's saying like sympathize understand where this villain is coming from while also still, still recognizing yeah he's a psychotic maniac like he's <laughs> talking about right like like Randy that... he's agreeing with thanos and thanos is also going to kill like
2: but i think that's, part, that's one of the key differences is that, like thanos they try to get you sympathy but then you have to realize wait he's just a psychotic maniac he's yeah. not he's not really trying to help anyone whereas like sandman and spider-man 3 He's legitimately like trying to save his daughter. He only knows one way to go about it, and he's got this, you know, just fell into bad times, or like the guy in Invincible, who um, took over as the gangster, the gang lord, because he was saving his family and got made a couple bad decisions, got sucked into a bad deal. Like that's real sympathetic, but Thanos isn't sympathetic because he's a psychotic maniac
1: but those ones i think are the that's the best those villains to me are very fun Is the ones where you 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 almost have to catch yourself like wait i'm i'm starting to agree with this guy and i realized what he's doing and it's and it's terrible or, mm-hmm. or the same thing with um what was it? uh uh killmonger right is that was that his yes. name in, in black panther yes yeah like Andrew like same killmonger. type of thing right it's like he you, you're kind of starting to sympathize with him and where he's coming from from but then you're like wait he's gonna like wage war on like the entire world and probably kill you know millions of people that's not good
2: like i think the villains were like man he they really have a point those are the best villains when they say you have a point but then you're like oh but he's going about it way wrong (laughs) there's a better way to handle this (laughs) instead of killing the world i
0: yeah i with thanos i i First of all, I watched that movie again recently. I think I told you guys. And Brolin does a phenomenal job in my mind of Thanos. Like, he's not, he's a big purple monster, essentially. Like, it's very easy for him to become cheesy. And I don't think he's cheesy whatsoever in those movies. Like, he's just straight up bad. But I agree with what his point is, kind of. Like, I was like, oh, he kind of has a point there. I like those <laughs> villains. I don't like the ones from spider-man three i remember i walked out of spider-man three and i'm like i don't think there was a single villain in that movie. like i don't even know who the bad guy was in that movie and that actually made me pretty upset um because you could they wanted you to sympathize with everybody and i don't i guess for me i want a movie where no there's a guy that i am totally rooting against here um but he's like, I think like you said, Chris, he's like, he's got like that, that white collar has like a, a genius to him. Like he is smart and he can outsmart a lot of different things. And those are the type I like.
1: Yeah. So what are your guys thoughts then though, too, on the kind of, like we mentioned, Sandman from Spider-Man 3, like that, that ultra sympathetic villain. Do you find that cheesy? Do you find that kind of okay? Like where, where do you guys fall on that? i,
2: I, I, I kind of roll my eyes at it i think it, it's very tropey a lot of the techniques you use to make the villain that sympathetic it's usually they're trying to save a family member probably a kid yep. and i think it's played out i'd rather have spider-man beat up tigers, <laughs>
1: tigers? <laughs> what can i ask why tigers
2: because they're better than tropey supervillains, sympathetic okay. villains. I don't know. That exactly. Have you but ever seen beat up tigers? Has Spider-Man, Spider-Man is... ever
0: beat up a tiger?
2: Is this Chris's maybe, villainous maybe not. plan? I don't know. <laughs> I just tiger Spider-Man said. Homecoming.
1: Chris's <laughs> ultimate villain plan to murder all the tigers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, first I open a, uh, a corporate office <laughs> called Tiger Slaughter <laughs> <laughs> Working on the plan's name.
0: <laughs> LLC. Very...
2: Yeah. LLC. Limited liability,
1: liability corporation. No uh-huh. big
0: deal. So, so since I just watched the three Indiana Jones, I guess I can compare those three villains. So, you had um, from the first Indiana Jones, essentially the Nazis were the villain, um, and then the one guy who was helping them. The second one was the leader of the temple of doom i forgot his name and then the third one had nazis uh, again nazis again but i forgot his name i just watched it but the head not the guy who was trying to help him um and i would say out of those three the temple of doom guy was the most over the top kind of guy um and honestly he was probably my least favorite out of the three i'd say the last guy because he had like a there was no sympathy for him whatsoever but he had like a smart i like the g i think it's more about the intellect i like the intellectual mm-hmm. villain more than almost any of them well and
1: correct me if i'm wrong because i haven't seen last crusade in a while but it start that movie starts where he's kind of like an ally right like you don't it's like a twist yeah. where you kind of that all of a sudden like oh wait he's working with the nazis we thought he was like kind of on our side um so there's that aspect too right when you have like the the twist of like of the of like the guy who's like oh i thought he was working with us but he's actually the villain that's crazy
0: yeah exactly and i i like the villains that i would say for the ones you're talking about earlier pat you know the sympathetic ones if they're essentially the main character in the thing you're watching i'm okay with it if they're the like anti- antithesis of the actual hero then no exactly what chris said it's too tropey especially now like we've seen it so many times we don't need to see it anymore you know what i like
2: mean I, I like the venom strikes me as like the perfect example of that like everyone loves venom he was a super cool villain but then they went and are trying to make him into a good guy anti-hero
0: yeah. oh. which mm-hmm. doesn't know it didn't make any sense in the Venom No, movie, right? I, okay,
2: okay, I can get people like him. You want to capitalize on it. So you can make him a villain who kind of does some good things, but overall he still just wants to kill Spider-Man. Go with that. Don't make him a hero, anti-hero. You know, and kind of Darth Vader was really close to falling into that a few times where just because he was so popular and such a, you know, awesome villain and so strong and bad that people kind of were like realized how cool he was, but they didn't make him into a good guy, you know, as he's Darth Vader, they, you know, yes, he saved Luke at the end. And that's his like saving grace. But when you go back and like, if you're reading the new star Wars comics, the Darth Vader comics, he is a villain straight through going after Jedi Kicking butts and taking names, and it's amazing.
0: And that, I think that that's is, oh, god, that
1: oh, sorry, I was gonna say, I think that's that fine line, right? Of that, we're like kind of talking about where you can have, right, someone like Darth Vader who redeems himself somewhat, but is still just down to you know, to the core of villain versus right, someone who is someone like Magneto who like kind of like flip flops yeah. between being a you know, being on the side of good and being a villain, and it's just kind of like, uh. No, <laughs> just mm-hmm.
0: stick to what you know, which is being
2: bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, with Darth Vader, I think it was key that they the only good thing he did was save his son. Like that's, you know, there wasn't other things going on there. i I was gonna ask you about the Emperor, actually. I've never been a big fan of him. um, and so trying to think about why, I'm not sure. He just never really did it for me as a villain. I don't know about you guys um so
1: i think yeah i think maybe some of the things we're talking about of like the our personal tastes of qualities i think we all agree like kind of having that intellect for me too i am a big fan of like the charismatic villain the guy who can kind of like persuade you and 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 charm you into into doing something you know um
2: and that's not we're doing it for your own good you wanted this the whole time so we're just gonna make right you want me to do this okay i'm gonna the world. Blow up yeah. the world, blow up the world, save you because you want me to do this.
1: Yep, for, and like that's not the emperor, right? Like he's he's he at least in the in the way he's portrayed in the movies, like he never came across as like a master tactician. He didn't come across as like a as like a charismatic, persuasive guy. Mm-hmm. He was just you know he was just <laughs> like, yeah. kind of evil. I think, evil I think
2: you
0: just bullet. call in there for a second.
2: I think the <laughs> emperor. He didn't get enough backstory in the original trilogy. He just kind of was there. Mm -hmm. Whereas Darth Vader, you got some backstory. You know, you had a lot of screen time. The Emperor didn't really have a lot of screen time in the original trilogy. And then his character was just kind of ruined with the prologue, the prequels, and then totally ruined (laughs) with the last three.
1: With coming back to life in right in one movie,
0: <laughs>
2: don't just with building a f- giant fleet of starships underground.
0: It was um going going to that the good bad too. I feel like did you guys finish the Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that one felt like again they didn't have anyone that they you could nail down as being a bad person type of thing i think like as you're watching it it feels like everybody had some redeeming quality
2: i, I to my, my uh the one guy at work about that and we both agreed that the girl was not a good villain for that agree yeah show that they, they tried to make her too sympathetic and she's not bad and i know that was supposed to be like the point of the show is that it's a gray area she's fighting for what she believes and they're just trying to save people and solve problems and help everyone and it, it's supposed to be a gray area where there's not a real villain and i they pulled it off i think the best you can but they could have done better
0: i agree with that
1: see i'm actually going to take the take the counterpoint to that because i i actually thought that that i thought it was very well done i mean i think they right they like you said chris that the point of the show is they have kind of all this gray where there really isn't a true villain or anything Mm -hmm. uh for me the villain of the show is still john walker like even though at the end he kind of comes around and is helping them he's still the one who like he's not deserving to be captain america he's not deserving to have kind of the, the the gifts that he gets with the super soldier serum um and so, and that is just, I think, setting up for for later on. I think that's that's the other part of that all too, right? Is like it's hard to judge the show based on just the six episodes because yeah. it just sets up so much more. And so, like taking it in and of itself is kind of tough without seeing like where some of these characters end up.
0: That's a good but, point. Um,
1: but I, I mean, I, I thought, I thought it was intriguing to see kind of all these all these different characters. Where, right, you have the one person supposedly, supposedly to be you know the sign of good and captain america john walker and captain america and he's really just like a scumbag and then you have the supposed villain of Kylie uh Manu-Nu-Nu-Nu. I don't even remember how to say her last name but who like right is very Kylie really, Mano the dog Yeah right wasn't that who the villain was she was just <laughs> Are you lucky
0: <laughs> Wait did she sing that song? Didn't she? <laughs> I don't think Can't so. Can't get you out of my head, right? No.
1: Sure. But uh but who was like a very sympathetic villain and, or, and I don't even know if villain is I, like I don't even know if you would classify her as a villain. Like she's more of just like the like <laughs> one of the antagonists which I do think is different. Yeah, no, that's
0: true.
2: What if so, is she the protagonist?
0: To
1: her story, sure. And
2: mm-hmm. in style. Mm-hmm.
0: So I looked up as always top 50 villains. I've got the top 5 here. You want to see if you guys can throw out some see if you is can guess some top Joker. 5 of like
1: all just anything?
0: Yep, anything. Joker no. is number 2 from the Dark Knight, they say Joker. Darth Vader. Number 1. All right, would uh... Thanos be up there? Thanos is like 12 or 16. Okay. Lex so... Luthor? Um, I will say the the other 3 are not comic book I
1: wonder if, is uh, I feel like a lot of people like the villain from Die Hard. No, uh, but he is not
0: on here, but yeah, oh, okay. uh, Hans Gruber? Yeah, Hans Gruber. <laughs> no. Uh, one of them is an animal. Shere Khan? No, from uh, Jungle Book? No. no. So we have number five is the shark in Jaws. Jaws, oh. yeah. I don't think you're gonna guess number. Oh, is uh, it
1: like Jason or Freddie or like any of the other horror guys?
0: No, some of them are on this list. I I don't think you'll guess number three. So I'll tell you three is Anton Chigurh. Chigurh. Oh yeah,
1: from No Country.
0: Yeah, Javier Badems. Yeah, and number four, I think if you thought of him, you'd guess him.
2: Give us a hand. Hello. Oh. Oh, Hannibal Lecter.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's a a pretty. I don't know about Anton Chigurh it's like number three
2: yeah that's a pretty that's, no, I, I didn't see i thought that was a pretty good movie but he got a lot of credit for that but i didn't he he was supposed to be just pure evil i guess i don't mm-hmm. i don't know
0: he got a he won an award for it it said mm-hmm. it's a he award. won like best supporting actor I think. yeah they have some other interesting ones on here they have uh tyler durden from fight club um which I never really thought of him as a villain, I guess.
2: I, I didn't think of him as a villain at all. Um, um
0: you have a lot of Stephen King. A lot of Nazis are on this list. A lot of Nazis. <laughs> well, that's, it that's
2: pretty rightfully so. Yeah, it yeah. seems
0: about right. Danos is number 19. Yeah. So they got some good ones. Um, but yeah. No, any any love for Ultron? I don't see I, Ultron. They have Voldemort. They have Gollum is an interesting villain. I actually, I, I, always, I never really saw him as a villain either. I think he just got turned by the ring. The ring should really be on the list, right? Yeah, Sauron up- should be on yeah. the list, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, I think overall, intelligent just kicks. Wait, wait, so off.
2: here we go. Yep. Final. Let's have this discussion what supervillain would you be you decide you have to take over the world you have unlimited resources or what's your master plan how are you going to do it
1: yeah i i think kind of already alluded to it i'd be the the charming manipulator just kind of schmoozing my way to uh to to manipulate and working working the strings to all the people to get them to do uh, what i want that's my plan
2: put like a corporate manipulator p- politician you know start a cult how would you i would
1: be it'd be like politician corporate politiciany type thing but but i'd get my hands dirty if i have to if i gotta if i gotta whack a couple people i'll do it
2: crime lord or no stay away you'd, you'd make deals with the crime families or the, the criminals
1: i mean I, I guess i think like i think you almost have the way i'm conceptualizing the character you'd almost have to be a crime lord but it's like two two-sided right like i i don't present that way i present as like a stand-up straight politician but then you know so are you
2: are you thinking I'm you're like up. a um who's a daredevil bad guy big guy in the white suit kingpin, kingpin. yeah the kingpin
1: i'm kind of thinking kingpin but also if kingpin was like but
2: like smooth talking kingpin,
1: yeah and was like a senator also, mm-hmm. but like, and so, like, no one knew he was really the kingpin. But then,
0: I was he, really skinny.
1: It'd be like, I guess, like, it's honestly probably more like Lex Luthor, but mm-hmm. like, Lex Luthor was,
2: but not Lex even smoother, Luthor, but not talking. going up to the weird old crazy stuff that he gets.
0: Cartoon right. Lex Luthor was awesome. I yes, thought he was one like, of the yes, best ones from animated Superman animated series. That kind yes. of that kind of Lex he was my favorite Lex Luthor for sure. Mm-hmm randy
2: what what villain are you saw villain
0: just jigsaw jigsaw just
2: random acts and crazy it. violence psychotic. Especially
0: from saw one just mm-hmm. laying low watching it all go down and then getting up at the end and
2: and boom
0: yeah so i love that that was one of the best twists i've ever seen in a movie so yeah i love just you know kind of faking everybody i don't like the hero that turns villain I like the villain who stays villain and that would be him that wasn't what I was going to say when I started talking but
1: (laughs) Chris what about you What, what would be your uh your villain
2: I think if I'm gonna break bad I'm going all the way and I'm taking over the country the world the solar system Universe, taking everything, it's gonna be mine. I'm ruling it with an iron fist, some sort of cosmic, super powered, unbelievable badness.
1: So that sounds to me like a uh, like cosmic Doctor Doom style, like yeah, okay.
2: Don't really know how I would do that, but get some sort of cosmic powered gems from the infinity. Of
0: Stones. You. It sounds like you'd be inevitable, Chris.
2: I, maybe. Mm. Mm, interesting. I wonder who our guest caller is gonna be tonight.
1: Maybe we don't have one tonight. I don't know. Let me check the notes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about gonna wrap it up for our
2: uh Maybe I'd eat the planets. <laughs> Guess Wait. it doesn't wrap it up. Mm, nope. Uranus tastes good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what she said. <laughs> Check that explicit box.
2: Because he knew it was coming.
0: Howard Stern's coming. fart man. Is that who you would be, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right.
1: That is going to do it for the meat and potatoes. Let's move on to wrapping up the episode. Before we go, we're going to go into our D&D character of the week. This week's D&D character is Usk Usk, Usk. He's, a, he's a 32 year- old male lizard folk sorcerer. His name Usk means iron. He has a divine soul specialization with an entertainer background. Usk is a hopeless romantic always searching <laughs> for that special someone) <laughs> became an entertainer
2: special <laughs> lady lizard that's right
1: that that little lizard that just does it for him
2: <laughs> Let's see,
1: he became an entertainer after seeing a bard perform once and immediately knew that that's what he wanted to do so he he's essentially like a a, a fancy magician
0: i love like his parties might be my favorite one so far he's a he's charismatic and persuasive a born leader just he's looking awesome. for that single mom lizard out there at these He's areas.
1: also an expert carpenter, able to make his own uh, little like saw box and half things for his magic tricks. Um, hey. He does value retribution, and he is possessive of a valuable possession, maybe some sort of loot, maybe a magic wand. I don't know.
2: But that
1: sums up. Zusk. Usk.
2: <laughs> one one question for you. Yeah. His entertainment. Shtick? Does he include any sort of mime performance?
1: I mean, it wasn't specific, but he's an entertainer, Chris. So he could.
2: He he does he's evil. Cool. Evil. No.
1: Well, but
2: but how can evil mimes? How <laughs> evil?
1: No way. Magicians. Dark mag- ones everyone it, loves man. to watch magic. He's he's good. Good. Probably even lawful good. Lawful good.
0: I I, I, have to, I have to say good in this one actually because I love magicians. so if somebody else wants to throw something else out there. I'm going good with Pat.
1: We have our first ever
0: good. straight good.. good evil. Just good. Just good. <laughs> Nothing else. Yep, just good. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're in good. Uh,
1: who are we kidding? He's neutral neutral. <laughs> oh, I thought we were gonna... neutral go. neutral. All right, before we go. We have our play watch read recommendations starting off with our play, Randy.
0: I don't think Randy
2: knows how play watch read works.
0: So I played slash watched this awesome new new show on play play doesn't mean you
2: pushed the play button, Randy.
0: Uh on Disney Plus called Star Wars Biomes. It's awesome. Uh you can play it. It's about 20 minutes long. <laughs> play it on your TV. You play it on your TV. Have you guys seen it yet though?
1: I I I did the other one because there's another one I think of like Starfighters, and it yeah. goes through like
0: the cockpits and everything Vehicles. about starships. Yeah. I did that one. I didn't do the biomes yet. So if you thought that one was nerdy, just wait for Star Wars biomes. Possibly (laughs) the nerdiest thing I've ever done. It's essentially just I don't know, Pat, maybe can you explain it? It's essentially just a camera going through It just goes through the planet environments, yeah. Their habitats, yeah.
2: Is there a narrator over it? Nothing.
1: No. Camera's panning.
0: (laughs) Panning, but you see like, like on a hawk you see like the, the walkers walking, like, and then they have like a little robot pop out. Like, it's like, so it's definitely star Wars. It's just, it was awesome. I I will watch it again.
1: Chris think if like someone made a diorama of all the different like star Wars locations. And then you had just like a little camera, like zooming around all over them. Like that's,
2: I mean, can't wait to play this.
0: (laughs) Well, not to be confused. You can't actually play the camera. You watch the camera play itself around. <laughs> it's like watching National DGographic, um, but for Star That's Wars. Like watching, Randy. Watching, watching the this person. This was a watch recommendation. I couldn't help it. I forgot to say it in the nerd stuff for the week, so I had to put it somewhere, and that was the only spot open. We'll let it slide this way. Sorry, day. guys.
2: For the other very movie. villainous move on your part, Randy. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was very villainous.
1: For the other watch recommendation, the real watch recommendation, I am recommending Batman, the animated series, episode one or episode 35 from season one. It's almost got him. Maybe one of my favorite uh, Batman episodes. I'm it's-
2: going to go on a limb here and say one of the most classic half hour of all cartoons ever. Yes. This episode is referenced so in so much other media.
1: I believe we've even talked about it before on Castbringers. Um, but yeah, it's a classic villain episode. They're all sitting around playing poker, talking about the stories of how they almost almost beat Batman.
2: It's almost with oh. I threw a rock. It's a big that, rock. That, that's your story? <laughs> oh, I missed. <laughs> so good.
1: I'm definitely actually going to go watch it right after this.
0: What can you watch it on, Pat?
1: Uh, you can watch it on HBO Max or by the entire animated series okay maybe
0: not that anyone here has done that <clears throat> real quick who are the villains in it it was i'm trying to remember joker killer, joker 2 Face, killer croc
2: um harley quinn wasn't they no or was it poison ivy
1: poison ivy and i think there was one more because there was five
2: penguin uh,
1: yeah penguin
0: okay yeah i'll, I'll watch it for sure yeah, i might even play it i don't know
1: and a read recommendation chris
2: i went with the the classic excellent story dark phoenix saga um just claremont at his finest brought about the gene uh, gray becoming the phoenix and turning evil villainous even and you know again one of the classic comic book stories that are out there and still decades later the company is mining this five issue series for material now and they just keep pumping and pumping phoenixes out and you know
1: what are they pumping them out going of?
2: back to the well phoenix player
1: they- oh, okay i thought they were pumping them out of uranus <laughs>
2: she's a cosmic villain
0: guys wait i get the i get the theme now we're all we're all recommending villain stuff so what can i go back to mine
1: oh jesus Here
0: yeah i would plug playing wario world there yes okay no it works all right you get yeah. it i've never played it it was the first villain themed game i could think of but i'd say play it and let us know how it is <laughs> give you a strong recommendation to this game I've
1: never played and watch Star Wars Biomes it's so good <laughs> alright well that's going to do it for this week's episode of Castbringers again feel free to reach out and contact us tweet us at C- at Seabringers follow us on Instagram
2: hey, is this thing on yeah. hello who is this you guys talking okay. about villains, and you didn't even let me call me in. Who is this? It's I'm inevitable. That... Mr.
1: Thanos. You know, sound sick. I have, I have a
2: little bit of a space cold.
1: You don't sound like you normally sound. I have a space cold in my... <laughs>
0: space cold.
2: What? In the dark galaxy of No. 2. <laughs>
0: All right, we
1: Thanos, we don't have time for this. We purposely <laughs> didn't Dylan. didn't try to contact you. We have to go tweet us at Seabringers, follow us on Instagram. We got some new new issues of the uh giant sword club dropping all the time. Oh, so yeah. check those out. Love and that. And always, if you want to contact us, get any articles on the show, or just reach out and let us know how you, what you're thinking of all the episodes, you can always email us castbringers at gmail.com but for this week that's it as always we'll keep casting y'all keep listening
0: no jokes no jokes today chris oh here andy hey chris
2: what the dragon say to the other dragon <laughs>